You're listening to Veg Your Best with vegan life coach Michelle Olander. Episode 88 How Vegan Life Coaching Pays Off. Hey guys, it's me again. It's me, Michelle, just me for a solo episode today. I know we had a few interviews, a few guests over the past few weeks. And it's possible that I shouldn't have bunched them all up together. But you know, once once I talk with them, I want you to know all about them. So I have trouble keeping them on the back burner. I want you to have everything I have right away. And so today I thought, I thought we could talk a little more about the specifics kind of the specifics of my coaching process and how I think it really always pays off to have a coach. And I have a three-part process that I thought I'd introduce to you, a three-part process which typically we use with people who are struggling with a vegan diet. And the three parts are pay attention, pay respect, and pay it forward. Pay attention, pay respect, and pay it forward. And I know a lot of you wonder, how does it work? How does it work being a life coach? A life coach who works with vegans, no matter where they are on their vegan journey. Well, everyone is different. So coaching is really, by definition, always about meeting you where you are right now and working with you to create strategies that allow you to move in the direction that you want. And I think think you all know this by now, but it's always worth repeating in case by some chance this is your first episode of Veg Your Best, and if so, welcome. I do not tell you how to be vegan. I don't tell you how vegan to be. My clients are All remarkable, capable, intelligent people like yourself. And I get paid to help point out some blind spots, to challenge some of your thoughts about yourself, and to support you wherever you are right now. And we've talked about that at length in earlier episodes, so I'm not going to go on and on. But where you are right now, Honestly, this is so, so, so valuable. It's so valuable to respect it and honor it and be super honest about it. Even if that's not where you want to stay. So many of us really have, well, we've developed a lifelong practice of dismissing or judging where we are very harshly and blaming ourselves or the people around us or our situations. So I wanted to give you a look at one of the methods, one of the processes I use in coaching that I use in coaching my clients and day to day. Yes, it's always very specific and driven by the exact needs and goals of the client. But I think today's podcast might help give you a sense of how we do it. One reason, one reason my clients 
look for me or look for this podcast is because they they want to be vegan, but they're struggling with giving up meat, dairy, eggs, and fish. And yeah, I know some people will tell you, listen, being vegan is pretty simple. Just don't consume animal products. Just say no. And for some people, that's enough. That, that works. They're not wrong. They're not wrong about it. And it might be the same way your doctor maybe told you to lower your fat or cholesterol intake or the amount of sugar you're consuming. Just say no. It's the way some of us tell others, loved ones, friends, to stop over drinking or stop using drugs or quit playing video games. Just say no. It's not incorrect, but what it doesn't do is it doesn't take into account where you are right now. Just say no, stop eating animals. It doesn't take into account the years, the decades, maybe even a lifetime of having strong, pleasurable physical and emotional associations with food that includes meat, eggs, dairy, and fish. Strong, countless pleasurable associations and also the constant availability. There's nowhere you are going to go where you can get away from animal products. Animal products were once a luxury for human beings and they are now cheaper and more widely available than any time in human history. And that's because of Industrial, factory farming, agricultural techniques, antibiotics, preservatives, chemicals, governmental subsidies. Okay, the lecture lecture's over. The question is, what if you still find yourself having a hard time limiting or eliminating animal products? What if you want to just say no to animal products, but it's hard, you're still struggling? In my experience, it's most likely because you are concentrating on the wrong problem. You're not paying attention to the real issue. You're thinking about how not to eat those things, not to buy and consume those things. But the problem is not that you're still eating animals. It's that you're not learning from it when you do. Let me say that again. The problem is not that you're still eating animal products. It's that you're not learning from it when you do. You're not learning from it when you find yourself eating animals. Most of the people who work with me want to stop eating animal products for really important reasons. Important reasons like your health or the environment or your love of animals and the ethical issues involved. All super important reasons. And I'd like to say that you can't afford to waste time and insight and energy being a jerk to yourself. It's not helpful to berate yourself or give up hope because you ate a tuna melt or accepted the cake your mom offered or the lasagna your coworkers brought in. It's not helpful. It's not 
helpful to beat yourself up. And if it worked, if it worked, maybe I'd say, okay. If I thought it was helpful, maybe I'd say, okay, go on, hate yourself. <laughs> Let the self-flagellation begin. Drape yourself, my friend, in your itchiest shame shawl. But it doesn't help. I don't think. I don't think it helps except in the very shortest term. And honestly, most of the time it leads directly to a thought like, I knew it, this is the wrong time. I should not even try this right now. I'm in the wrong place, the wrong job, the wrong state. I'm traveling too much. I'm working too hard. I'm in a wrong, the wrong relationship to make this work right now. I hear the things you say. <laughs> I hear the things you say. I get the emails and the DMs. I am always out of control with food, Michelle. I hear you say. I hear you say, I just keep sabotaging myself. I do okay, and then I shoot myself in the foot. I know I've got zero willpower. How am I supposed to be a role model for my family when I'm cheating all the time? Here's one I got in an email this week, and it's kind of why I'm writing this one. I'm such a hypocrite. I say what other people should do about the environment and for animal welfare, and I'm part of the problem. I'm like a greedy eight-year-old. That's another one, another person. I don't have the bandwidth to take care of myself. I am reading you direct quotes from emails and direct messages. My dear veg, your besties, you feel bad when you talk to yourselves like this. I feel bad. I feel bad when you talk to yourselves like this, when you're throwing up your hands and telling yourself that there's something wrong with you, something wrong with your character or your discipline or your upbringing or your food choices, your lifestyle. And when you're doing that, do you know what you're not doing? You know what you're not doing when you're complaining and judging and criticizing? You're not learning. You're not figuring out what you really needed when you made that choice. You're not learning what you really, really wanted in that moment when you decided that a chicken wing or a cow's milk cheese or bacon would solve the problem for you. There's information in those choices. Every single human eats carelessly and thoughtlessly sometimes. Every single human, and you're probably human if you're listening to this. Every single human I know has used food to feel connection or to avoid feeling loneliness. Every human has used food to feel entertained or avoid boredom. Every human has used food to put a bad day behind her or to distract from an awkward situation. We have all used food for reasons that had nothing to do with nourishment. If you no longer want to eat meat or dairy, fish, eggs, I'm here. I'm here to cheer you on and support you any way 
I can. But I don't want you to just, I don't want you to just swap out thoughtless, impulsive animal product choices for thoughtless, impulsive plant-based choices. I mean, that is part of it, but only if it's part of you honoring and nourishing your body and your spirit. Replacements are fine, but the most important thing is that we pay ourselves a little more respect to grow from this process of moving in a vegan direction. The thing is, most of us need to learn how to choose nourishment. Self-loathing and criticism and blame stop the learning process. They distract us from accessing the power that's in our choices, from accessing our own power. So I introduce a three-step process that I think pays dividends even on the choices that aren't the ones we want. Even the choices that aren't the ones we want, the choices that we don't aspire to make, there's value in those choices. When you overeat or eat impulsively or eat animals that you don't want to, these are all situations which with the right attitude can actually pay off. So remember what I said at the beginning, pay attention, pay respect, and pay it forward. Pay attention to how you talk to yourself. If you're beating yourself up, stop. Stop the minute you notice. Pay attention. If you're going into a learning mode, if you stop when you're in the middle of berating yourself, that's good. That's awesome. Make this setback pay off for you. Pay respect to yourself as a human being who just made a choice. Instead of thinking that you're broken or you're the only one who messes it up like this, remember, I'm human and I won't always get it right, even with the best intentions. Instead of accusing yourself and saying, I messed up again, I'll never get this right. Pay yourself respect. This was one choice. Get specific. And if you can pay attention and pay respect, then you have the opportunity to pay it forward. Pay it forward. Take, to take a moment right now, right this second, and make a choice that will help you a little bit next time. What could that choice be when you interrupt what you've caught yourself doing, eating something that isn't what you want to eat, something that isn't in alignment with who you want to be? Maybe it's asking yourself, hmm, in that moment that I chose that, what did I really need? When do I need to remember that? When I'm with my friends or my family? After work, when I'm really depleted? During the witching hour at home when the kids are all on edge and food still needs to be put on the table? Or is it before lunch? 
when my coworkers are all pulling out some snacks or getting ready for their meals. Ask yourself, get curious, take the opportunity. You might start to say, Michelle, that's not enough. You don't understand. It's happening too much. I do understand. And I've seen it many times. We can interrupt one scenario at a time. We can interrupt one choice at a time. And we can interrupt one self-critical, self-loathing beatdown at a time. Paying it forward means brainstorming some concrete and realistic ideas, things you could do next time to make stopping that impulse eat or avoiding an old favorite that contains meat, eggs, and dairy easier. Pay attention, pay respect, and pay it forward. Think about that. Think about that as you look at your choices and notice where you maybe didn't live in complete alignment with how you want to live. Think about how you can interrupt your choices and interrupt your self-talk with attention, respect, and then pay it forward. Today, this week, this is a method to help you make little daily food choices that are in line with what you want. Now, veganism is not a diet. I think that's important for a lot of us to make clear. But but how you eat is a very large part of how you practice your veganism and how you lead your life here on this planet. And it is an opportunity to notice if your food choices are in alignment with how you do want to be fueling and nourishing yourself. Not paying attention. Not paying attention is just too often a recipe for using vegan junk foods in a way that's unsustainable in the long run. And that leads to quite a few people giving up on a vegan practice. Listen, if your food choices and your vegan practice are not an issue for you, that's great. That's really great. But being vegan is not the end result, is it, right? Vegans, all of us, we have all kinds of goals that didn't stop when we got pretty secure with our vegan practice. There are all sorts of things we still want to accomplish and learn and share during this One wild, precious life. So, I think I've shared it with you here. This is roughly one of the core coaching processes we use for changing any behavior that isn't in alignment with who we are. And if it's not for you, if it's not eating animal products or not eating impulsively, maybe it's scrolling on phones. Maybe it's over-drinking. Maybe it's procrastinating or checking out with television. Pay yourself, pay yourself the compliment of acknowledging that you are here to make a difference. To make a difference in your life, in the life of your loved ones and your community. You're here for a reason. I could do a lot of things. I could do a lot of things. But the reason I'm a coach is because 
I don't see any process that has been more effective in helping people get really excited about their lives than coaching. If you've been waiting to figure out what the next step is for you, where your purpose is hiding, please stop waiting, please. I have an eight-week program for all new clients to uncover just that. In eight weeks, you will not only know what you want to do next, you'll have the strategy to start building it. And if you're ready to see what the next step is for you, it's really easy. Just book yourself into my calendar. The links are in the show notes. And before fall, before fall of 2022, you could have a whole new level of certainty, fun, and excitement. And in the meantime, if you're not ready to get on the phone, and I don't understand why not, we could do a Zoom call. We can do even email interaction if that's what you prefer. But in the meantime, pay attention, pay respect, and pay it forward. Whatever area you're ready to up-level. I'll talk to you next week, guys. Veg Your Best podcast production, music, and editing by Charlie Weinshank. Thanks, Charlie. Before you go, it would mean so much to me and the Veg Your Best team if you would hit subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or share with someone you think might be interested. Something about algorithms, it helps bump us up a little in the rankings, and that's the best way to help others find the podcast and for us to find our audience. So until next week, make it easy and veg your best.